What's up, fools? This is Nigel McGuinness. This is Nick and Matt Jackson. Hey, this is TJ Perkins. This is Mike Mondo. This is Ring of Honor's Adam Cole. This is it for Brett Titus. This is the king of old school, Steve Frito. The ROH Podcast. Or is it ROH Cast at ROHWorld.com? Stay tuned, wankers. It's a blessing to be a part of the ROH Cast Force. Two, two. Two, two. Two, two. <laughs> Hello everyone, welcome to episode 71 of ROH Cast, the number one Ring of Honor podcast. My name is Harry, I'm the web designer and co-owner of ROHworld.com and today I'm here with the podcast bandit, he is the other co-owner and the editor of the website, Stephen. Hello everyone. And the man, simply known as Podcast's Worst Nightmare, John. How's it going? Uh, this week we've got a few things to talk about. We're going to talk about all the latest Ring of Honor news, including a big member of the Ring of Honor roster actually heading to the WWE. Um, we're also going to answer some questions and topics that you sent in, and we'll wrap the show up by talking about uh, spoilers from the latest TV tapings. But don't worry, we'll play a, um, a stupid sound effect before the spoilers go off so you don't have anything spoiled if you don't want to hear them. Um, we normally start the show talking about TV results, but uh, I believe it was, it was Road Rage this week once again. And Surprisingly. Done that from before. what I'm aware, it's been five weeks of Road Rage? Three? Four. Well, there was like year-end one, wasn't there, with a couple of the best matches from the year, which is basically Road Rage, I guess. Counts as Road Rage. It's a repeat, if you ask me. So Yeah. So, yeah, a lot we've been fresh programming for quite a while. Yeah, I so hopefully... I saw a tweet today because this week's episode involved the Strong vs. Elgin match and the Hardy vs. Cole match. And somebody goes, Hardy vs. Cole, how can you miss this week's Ring of Honor television? <laughs> uh, now we're going to move, <laughs> move on to the news, which you can often find during the week at ROHworld.com. I don't get the 45-second intro this week. You know, we discussed this last week. I think if you're new to the show and you get this 45-second intro, you just shut the thing off. I, de- I demand the 45-second intro or this news is not happening. <laughs> You'll get it next week. He's taking okay. the podcast hostage. What are we going to do? He, I am podcast for his nightmare. After 71 episodes, he's actually being a nightmare on the podcast. Feud of the year, John against RH Cast. <laughs> But we do have some huge news coming out of Ring of Honor this week. As El Generico signs with the WWE, uh, that's pending a physical test. But if he passes those, we will see the generic luchador grace a WWE ring. And this comes as a huge surprise to me. We all know Generico's as talented as they come. But he just doesn't seem like he'd fit in with the WWE. Yeah, I agree. It's- it's kind of disappointing that he's he doesn't get a proper... I know he had like a good match with Steen, but we often get questions about, oh, do you think guys should get a send-off from Ring of Honor like they used to? And nowadays they just disappear, don't they? Yeah, and I suppose he, you know, his, his match at Final Battle was the first yeah, it was one in quite fitting, a while, wasn't it? Fitting yeah, it final was, match, if anything. It was a Final Battle was against Steen, as you say. It was quite a fitting sort of end. And you know, even if he wasn't signing in WWE, he wasn't as if we were going to get 
Generico, you know, on a regular basis anyway. So we're not no. really missing out on much. But that's yeah, so probably uh, to Ring of Honor fans, there's no difference. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, good luck to him. He's, he's deserved it for all the. I hope he does yeah. well. Yeah, that's. I mean, people are always saying, you know, oh, the WWE aren't going to use him right and stuff. But no one knows what's going to happen. I mean, yeah, they seem to be Danielson, using indie. Punk. Yeah, they seem to be using indie guys better now than they have in the past. So. And even if he doesn't get used well, he's going to get you know a decent payday out of it, and he's you know he, exposure. He de- yeah, he deserves a bit more, uh, as you say, exposure with the, you know, he's been around for so long now, and he's 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 done really everything he can on the Indies, I think. So it's it'll freshen him up a bit, I think, as well. So yeah, best of luck to him. I hope he uh, works out for him. There's been some matches announced for the two shows coming up this month. Uh, there's been two matches announced for the January 18th show in Dearborn, <laughs> uh, the Underdog Challenge. As the hometown hero, Tadarius Thomas, challenges Kevin Steen for the ROH world title. <laughs> you okay? <laughs> Sorry. But uh, that... I like Tadarius Thomas. He's okay in the ring. I, I enjoy his matches. This makes no sense, does it? Really? Well, Steen... No. Ha- the, the, the rules are that Steen has to defend every single... single oh, I forgot about ever. that. Oh, okay then. Maybe it's not so silly. <laughs> I just but, forgot but, about but that because that was so, such an odd stipulation. But if they're so intent on getting the belt off him, why would they give somebody an underdog challenge? Why wouldn't they just make him face Davy Richards and Eddie Edwards every single week? <laughs> Davy Richards can't, John, remember? That's right. Oh, there's so many. John, God. Jay Lethal can't. No one can. There's no one left. We've got no guys. <laughs> somebody, put the locker. <laughs> I think, if anything, it sort of proves. You know what sort of uh, lack of depth there is. If no, the no, guy who's, uh, I mean, he's, he's even under contract. Not... He's even under. We don't know. Is he's he on the roster page, which doesn't necessarily mean he's under contract. But on the young but... still on the bloody roster page. Yeah, that's true. I've got no problems with them doing this match. You know, maybe without the title or proving ground, just to give him the opportunity and the exposure. But just giving him a little title shot sort of like devalues the whole point of getting a title shot because if you think back, maybe three months. We had Jay Lethal doing a TV promo every week saying, Jim Cornette won't give me a world title shot because I don't have killer instinct like Mike Mondo to punch a locker. But Darius Thomas just gets one. It doesn't... It, like, in a um, compl- completely storyline basis, it makes no sense. But as, you know, match quality-wise, I've got no problems there. But can anyone but, else do that random Brazilian martial art that no one can talk... You know, no one can pronounce? Is that I, don't, I don't think so. Is that the true killer instinct that Jay was missing when he was trying to get his title shot? Maybe he's learning that right now. Maybe that's the final he's piece unbeat- of the puzzle. He's already, he's already unbeatable. He doesn't need another moveset. <laughs> Keep going, John. And we also have a battle of the two best Ring of Honor tag team names, January 18th and Dearborn, as Team Ambition of Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish take on the BJ Express of Rhett Titus and BJ Whitmer. I posted my sort of thoughts to this on the forum where I was kind of, I think we were all hoping that the BJ Express was over at this point and they would both go back to being singles. I mean, this is that their last hurrah. The only, the only good thing about this is that it'll give Team Ambition a win. Hopefully. That, that's literally, I think, the only purpose to this. Hopefully. <laughs> we, we, we've learned this past year in Ring of Honor not to, not to take anything for granted. <laughs> yeah, in, in years to come, people who are at this show will be able to tell their kids that, you know, I saw BJ Express. 
Yeah. You know, one of their what four or five one of their four or five matches, they can say, Hey son. There was one time there was this tag team called BJ Express and they weren't very good, but I saw them live. And they'll say, Why they why were they called the BJ Express? And he'll go, Oh, these these crazy guys and RH cast, you know, they're just made up things as they went along and Yeah, that's what'll happen. I would just love to hear Bobby uh, not Bobby Fish, Bobby Cruz announce now coming <laughs> to the ring. The BJ Express <laughs> It's spreading. It'll become the official team name soon, just as they <laughs> stop being a team. That's the last nail in the coffin. They'll switch that now and they won't hit tag again and they'll blame us. <laughs> uh, moving on to the next night, January 19th in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Uh, ROH World Television Champion Adam Cole is going one-on-one against Silas Young. Uh, I'm not sure if this is a title match, a proving ground match, or just a non-title challenge match. <laughs> but it is a match that is happening. And I'm excited because Adam Cole is really talented. And I'm glad Silas Young is finally getting a chance to show what he has in Ring of Honor. I'm not seeing a whole lot of Silas Young, at least sort of lately. So, well, you know, Cole normally gets a good match out of, out of anyone, really. So, uh, yeah, it gives Silas Young a chance to show his worth. And maybe if he does well there and he can, you know, maybe put a go far in the top prospects tournament as well. And Ring of Honor is uh, returning to Cincinnati February the 16th. And what I'm assuming is the main event has been announced. A six-man elimination war with no time limit. When Michael Elgin, Adam Cole, and Davey Richards take on scum of Kevin Steen, Steve Carino, and Jimmy Jacobs. This is one scenario where I want road rage. Actually, yes, no, I'll... wait, let me rephrase that. I often want road rage from house shows, which they seem to have stopped doing. But, um, yeah, I'd, I'd like to see that. <laughs> Wasn't that the original purpose of road rage, of showing matches from house shows? It was at first, but then they were like, oh, this takes too much work, editing this house show stuff. <laughs> they did, they did just... those, um, was it North Carolina and South Carolina, didn't they? they yeah, did those on, yeah. With the, the, the match that went one hour 20 or whatever it was, the tag team match. Mm, and they did it down really well, and we were like, oh yeah, we like this road rage stuff, and we spoke way too soon. It's, yeah, because, I, I don't know, maybe the DVD sales for those shows went were far down on what they normally sell. I mean, I can't imagine they do they make much anymore from the DVD sales, to be honest. But, mm. um, yeah, I mean, even, even in an ideal world, it'd obviously be better to see fresh stuff on TV. I mean, there's a very, what, a couple of hundred, well, maybe three or four hundred that see these shows live. So apart from that, no one's seen them, unless, you know, until the DVD comes out. So showing one match, I don't think he's going to put someone off and buy the DVD. But I suppose it's much easier for them just to replay, you know, iPad views that are already recorded and up to shape, really. So that's just the way it is, I guess. Charlie Haas yeah. has, has a new web series titled What Pisses Me Off. <laughs> and the only thing that pisses me off about this is that they're only seven or eight seconds long. This needs to be a full-blown 30-minute episode. He could probably have a 30-minute episode every day as well. There's so many things that piss him off by the looks of him. We'll be on that list somewhere with our hearts punch out. You know what really pisses him off? Toot, toot. Anyone going to the next TV tapings, take a toot toot sign. Uh, just please. Well, when he comes out, just shout toot toot in his face and he'll he'll flip. He'll give you the middle finger. You'll get he'll on give TV. You more than the middle finger. Hey, well, that's one thing that pisses him off. He's not allowed to give the middle finger anymore. He'll still do it. 
damn RH corporate. I love yeah, the quote. The outlaw. He won't follow any the, rules. The, the quote on the newswire was that um, him doing the middle finger makes their production crew work overtime. They're like, oh no, the Ring of Honor production crew might have to do some it work. It doesn't look like they're working at all with the shape yeah. of the TV show at the moment. Yeah. We might have to try and spell people's names right. <laughs> oh, that was brilliant. I used to love that at the start. I hope one of these things, right is, things that piss me off is when the RH production could call me Charlie Hass. That's happened twice, hasn't it? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's so. brilliant. Keep going, John. And finally, there's a new article up on uh, ROHworld.com by Dave uh, titled, Is ROH in Need of a Stable? And it kind of details how the House of Truth and the Embassy have kind of fallen by the wayside. And who could make up a potential new stable going forward? We'll be able to talk about that possibly a bit more when we talk about the spoilers. That's all I'll say. John, is that it? Oh, that is it. <laughs> you got to tell me. You can't just be I, silent. I started in the last bit of news today, didn't I? I don't pay that much attention. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have no idea to blame it yourself then. <sighs> anyway. Now we're going to uh, talk about the questions and topics that you've all sent in. There's several ways that you can do this. You can tweet us, at ROH underscore world. You can go on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash ROH world. You can go on our forum, rohworld.com slash forum. Or you can email us like that drunk guy did on Christmas, <laughs> contact at rohworld.com. <laughs> Don't I get intro music? <laughs> oh, That's a bit better. It's a bit better. That's not even the right one, is it? But no, it's not. But I'll let you. Want you the right one? Yeah, go on. Thank you. Um, first one on Twitter is from Dragon Saga WE. He asks, WWE are reportedly interested in Adam Cole. Do you think it's time the roster starts getting bulked up a little more? The uh, roster should never stop getting bulked up a little more. You could always have more talent around the board, no matter how deep your roster is. You can always find one or two diamonds in the rough somewhere to add to your roster. And if Adam Cole leaves, I think that's a huge blow to Ring of Honor. But that'd be great for Adam Cole if he does get signed. We've often said on this show that Adam Cole is one of those guys that's not going to be in Ring of Honor for long simply because of how good he is and someone will snap him up. Um, so they'd be- we've, we've warned them about this. We're like the Mayans with their apocalypse. We've warned <laughs> Ring of Honor that Cole will be gone and stolen from them. So they've got to use him while he's around. And God, can you imagine if he went before he ever got to defeat Matt Hardy? He just left <laughs> now and that was it. He lost to Matt Hardy and that was it. Wow. Um, in terms of bulking up the, the roster, I think Ring of Honor's weird. I mean, the roster isn't big by any means, but there are still guys on the roster who aren't used to their full potential and Bravado's. could be better. Well, yeah, you know, it's Mike, Mike Benny, in my opinion. I know he's get, you know, he's beaten Jerry Lynn, but I think, you know, apart from beating, you know, the legends, I think he could be used more and used better. Uh, yeah, I think that there are guys that could be used better, but I think, yeah, as John said, you, you know, if there are people out there that you know, guys out there that can improve things. And I think you always, you know, look to, to add them in. And that's I what Ring of Honor should do as a company, really. Be try- always well, be yeah, trying to do I th- that. I think there's, I mean, that's maybe where they've sort of struggled a bit, you know, the last couple of years that they haven't, you know, they're, they're always known for bringing in unknown guys and then, you know, you know, sort of finding diamonds in the rough. But they haven't really 
done that much, uh, you know, lately. Um, I think it's the contracts that sort of affect this, you know. <laughs> yeah, I think that people has, under contract has, with Dragon yeah. Gate, and then you know some people don't want to sign with Ring of Honor like Generico, so they don't get used. So you know, yeah, I think contracts just sort of cause a lot of issues. Yeah, I don't see what I mean. I know Ring of Honor are technically not independent now because they're owned by Sinclair, but I still consider them an independent company. Really, um, mm. I just don't see why contracts need to be used. To be honest, I mean, but yeah, that's, that's a different argument for a completely different day, I guess. Um, at Maxwell Bornback, I'm sure I got his name wrong last time. Sorry if I got it wrong again. Um, how would you feel about more concept shows in ROH, i.e. Survival of the Fittest, Raw Rumble, Survivor Series? So we have Survival of the Fittest, I guess. Although we didn't have Survival of the Fittest as a show this year. We just had it on TV. But um, Enough of the tournaments on TV, please. Yeah, maybe not. Maybe just, I think he means like in terms of like a, a, an iPay-per-view or like a house show. That has a reoccurring uh, theme. Yeah. Like like each year. Yeah. I know yeah, we have like the shows that happen every year but they don't really have sort of concepts behind them do they um, I mean send, Ring of Honor has sort of things like that like the top prospects tournament that, that's happened before and well, they don't really are have they a having specific... that Honor Rumble every year now as well the Honor did, Rumble they didn't uh... have it last year yeah I know Lethal won it didn't he no, like, no they didn't have one last year yeah they didn't was, oh, was that the year before he won yeah wow that's uh... I'm sure they said at the time it was going to be it was going to happen every year oh maybe it didn't then well, maybe Lethal was just going to win it again. They thought, well, he wins everything anyway. So, I would like to see like a return of the Tag Wars. That they, 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 yeah, they, that they've done good. like three or four of those, and I've enjoyed those. Yeah, probably just haven't got enough tag teams around at the moment to, to be able to do that. But um, yeah, I, th- I think they do okay at the moment with the shows. To be honest, I don't think we need any any more sort of gimmick. I mean, I'm not really a fan of gimmick shows like. Um, I mean, not TLC and Helena Cell, where like, every mm. single match is the same. I think it sort of devalues that match. I mean, my problem with those things is that they, instead of like finding a match to sort of fit a feud, like oh, this feud should end inside the a cell. Uh, you know, I'm using WWE as an example. Yeah. But um, instead, they go, oh, what feud can we just put in this match for this pay per view? Because it has to have a, a Helena Cell match. Yeah. Sort of thing. So I prefer it where. You know, the ladder war will just be used like in fight without honor. Will be used when needed. Like we don't need a a fight without honor pay per view where yeah, there's like always a one every year. Yeah, like a ladder war. I think yeah, just, I think it just devalues the match. I mean, the whole point of that match is that it's reserved for you know special feuds where it's needed, not just to like have two guys that have yeah. Like the ether is reserved for special occasions. Um, we have a couple on Facebook. One from Macklin. I just hope WWE doesn't unmask Generico. It would totally kill my excitement over his signing. Actually seeing his face would be like the first time I was told Santa wasn't real or the Tooth Fairy. Insert Rock joke here. I don't get that. The Rock was the Tooth Fairy. Yeah, in a, in a movie. Speaking of that, oh. you know The Rock actually said Toot Toot on Raw. He is, you know, completely what? ripping off our gimmick. And I The think Rock should... is a member of the ROH cast for. <laughs> <laughs> he likes Kevin Steen, so he must listen to yeah, this. He you must know, listen he to the, the Toot Toot. Maybe he, that's how he keeps up with ROH, so he can <laughs> sustain. Um, um, but what was the question? He would be disappointed. I, I don't think it was a question. He, he was just, he just oh. And then Jonathan Who knows Hunter, what they'll do with him. And then Jonathan was... Hunter actually says that they will totally repackage our generic unfortunate. I think there's been some sort of 
reports online that he's going to be completely repackaged, but I don't know. Yeah, you, don't know. you can't predict the future. You don't know what. No, is. you can't really say much at the moment. But yeah, to me, as long as he's still able to perform at the level he's capable of in the ring, I don't care if he has a pink mohawk and a Fu Manchu. As long as he's still entertaining in the ring, is all that matters. There we go. Um, we have some on the forum. I believe. Nah, on, I probably just, I just probably just finished somebody. There's probably a listener out there who has a pink mohawk and a Fu Manchu, <laughs> just crying right now. <laughs> uh, all, all uh, comments to at John Shoe eighty nine. Is it on Twitter? Yes, sir. <clears throat> Little plug there. Um, Spanky on you asks. Will we ever see a Charlie Haas title reign? I hope so. Uh, I don't think we'll ever see a uh, Charlie Haas world title reign, but I wouldn't be I wouldn't be against a sort of transitional TV title reign. Like if they want to get the title from a face to another face, just give it to Haas for a month and let some young guy beat him or something like that. I wouldn't be against that, but no, he's not going to have the world title. I think it's, yeah, maybe a TV title reign. I can see that. Um, You've actually missed a few, by the way. Yeah, no, I was going to go to them. Okay. Uh, do you think Mundo should run in Women of Honor matches and try to rape them? <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't need to. He just does it during Mike Bennett matches. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he should be the Women of Honor referee, and then every match. Is- <laughs> <laughs> he just gets on the mic. How does it feel to kiss a real man? <laughs> um, all your personal favourite, not to win, but the one you enjoy most out of the top prospect tournament. We haven't really seen much of them in Ring of Honor, no, to be honest. Uh, I mean, I'll, I, I like what I've seen of uh, Matt Taven, um, ACH, yeah. and today, Tadarius Thomas is yeah okay as well. So, I've, yeah, I've not seen much of any of them really I'd, po- I'd probably say ACH based on his one match I thought he was good and he seems, <laughs> he seems quite charismatic I'm not I don't mind Tadarius Thomas but I don't know I'm not a massive fan no um, Matt Taven obviously, obviously QT Marshall will be up there uh, yeah Matt Taven as well he's he's pretty decent so can we just talk about the end of QT Marshall's forum career no we can't um, okay. it was too brief to talk about um <laughs> I'm not sure if this was last week or the week after. Oh, no, I think it was this week. I was happy to hear you mention the 10-year anniversary main event in Moment of the Year, but sad you didn't mention it in Match of the Year, Honourable Mentions. I think that match is sorely underrated. What are your thoughts? I thought it was underrated as well. I thought it was much that better. That was actually a very good match, before. yeah. I didn't like it. I think it's because <laughs> people... Out there. Had, I didn't like that match at all. I think it's just people were just thinking, oh, this is going to go too long, it's going to be boring, it's going to suck before... People wanted before Steen Richards as well. People and wanted, to, yeah. People wanted to hate it before it, it happened, and I think that's yeah. what people. I, I I really enjoyed it. It was much better than I thought it was going to be, and obviously with Cole winning it as well. Mm. To me, it's, it might have been a good match with a terrible storyline leading up to it, and I just might have just been down on it to begin with. I, I mean, if I watched it without any kind of preconceived notions of what was leading up to it, I might have enjoyed it more. But it just. It was just a terrible storyline, and I just had a hard time getting into it. And I just thought the match dragged on and on and on and on and on and on and on. And then it just kind of seemed to end out of nowhere with the crossbody. Yeah, I can see why people wouldn't like it, but I still think it was underrated for for how good it was. Hmm. Um, So that was Don't 
Sorry, no, it was, it was Don Dunkit RK99. That's that's why you say that name different every week. I know. I just don't. I thought it was always Dunkirk or something. But sorry, I I, I don't know what AC that. Maybe tell us. Maybe tell us how to pronounce it because I don't know. Um, we need, we need like phonetic names for yeah. all these people, don't we? So we can actually pronounce them. Tlova86 says, I enjoy listening to the podcast every week, but I have one issue that I've been dying to address. We don't need to hear that. I just I, I like the compliment though. <laughs> I'm joking, Hugo. You guys like to bash wrestlers like Mundo. We don't bash Mundo, do we? Well, not wrestling. We, 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 we mock his promo skills. We like him in the His promos room. aren't very good. We That's sarcastically. Like, I, like, I, like, I like how the guy's like, I don't like it when you bash wrestlers and we immediately start bashing him. <laughs> <laughs> he's a good wrestler and he's a good heel. Don't have him face because it doesn't work. That's nothing against him. As a wrestler, he just—he's a good heel. If we you know, we do sarcastically joke about his promos a lot, but we do say, you know, he has improved. Oh yeah, I th- you know, I think he's—I think he's been a miss since he's been away. And as I said, if he comes back as heel, then that's perfectly fine. I think he's—I think he's a good wrestler, and he fits well as a heel. I just don't particularly like him as a face because I don't think he—he he fits. I just don't like his whole really cheesy sort of catchphrase and stuff as a, as a face. That's nothing against his wrestling ability or anything. Um, Haas, we we don't bash Haas. We're like one of the we're like, us three, are like the biggest Haas fans you could find. Sure, John. I mean, everyone I on, we, everyone we on the forum was were mo- when they said like, oh, Benjamin is leaving, and they're like, oh, I hope Haas doesn't have a singles run. Oh, that guy sucks. And Haas, he's he's probably the best character in Ring of Honor at the moment. Granted, his wrestling ability isn't excellent, but that's he's not. What he mean. I think that's what he means by he's bashing him. We often say he's not a very good wrestler. He's he a good wrestler. Good wrestler. He's, he's, a, he's a good wrestler. He's just not an exciting wrestler to watch. Yeah. He's not a stereotypical Ring of Honor wrestler. Like, like Mundo, really. Mundo and Haas are both very good wrestlers. But they're not sort of ter- stereotypical Ring of Honor wrestlers. It doesn't make them a bad wrestler. It just means sometimes, you know, Haas matches can be a bit boring sometimes. But that's not because he's a bad wrestler. It's just because of the way he wrestles. Some people might find the way he wrestles very, very exciting. He's different people like different things, don't they? But... Yeah, apart from, you know, Charlie Haas' character is the best in Ring of Honor, in my opinion. and he's Probably one of the best in all of wrestling. Yeah, he's amazing. I think he's brilliant. So, and <laughs> that Q- just sounds so sarcastic. I know you're not joking. It's not, honestly, we're not. And QT Marshall. Yeah, granted, we do bash QT Marshall quite But a he bit. deserves every single bit of bashing <laughs> he gets. Yeah, he signed up on our forum and trolled everyone. And trolling is not allowed. Read the rules. Yeah. Have we banned him yet? He should get banned, shouldn't he? I might as well ban him. He stopped posting. He still reads it, but... Yeah, you guys like to bash those wrestlers and a few others for bad promos and or wrestling skills. Why don't you invite those guys onto the show and let them know how you really feel? Okay. I'm not. Would there be any point really us saying, QT Marshall, do you mind coming on the, on the on the podcast and literally just um, us saying to him, we don't like the way you you wrestle. wrestle. We, <laughs> we don't like your promos. Is is there any real point in that? I mean, I think he knows what Ring of Honor fans think of him. But the, you know, when he came in the forum, I think a lot of Ring of Honor fans let him know what they thought of him. He already knew that, and he just came on there to antagonise them and get. Well, yeah, I mean, we've had we've had Mundo on the podcast, and <laughs> we I, actually became Mondo fans after. Yeah, because... as, as as we said, I mean, that was before he even signed the contract. That was sort of when he was making sort of jobber appearances on TV, and mm. but yeah, I think since then he's really improved and. There isn't really anybody on the roster, really, apart maybe apart from QT Marshall, that I'd say I dislike watch watching. To be honest, Rhino. No, I, lo- I, lo- I love I Rhino. Love no, that's Rhino. Rhino. I was giving my example. Well, you, you suck. I I run this show. I can just kick you out the call. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
But yes, I mean, we, we could have QT Marshall on. I'm not sure if you'd be interested in coming on. I'm not sure what we talk about. If the fans want QT Marshall on, we will try and get QT Marshall on. If the RH Cast Force wants it, we will give it to you. Cause... Exactly. Or if we... you prefer someone else, let us know. Post in the thread on the forum or wherever. Tweet us. Tweet people. Tweet the wrestlers. Say, hey, why don't you go on the RH Cast? Charlie yeah. asks. Hashtag toot toot. And he'll be like, okay. <laughs> 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 right. uh... Um, where were we? Oh, now we have Marcus questions of the week. First one, Rhino's now joined Scum apparently in his mission to be part of every RH faction ever. Can we expect <laughs> him to bring back the Christopher Street connection and be their muscle? <laughs> Probably, uh, I th- if, if he wants to do that, I mean, would you say no to Rhino? Have you seen the guy? I mean, uh, low key wrestled a no, uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling match in a suit recently. Why isn't anyone doing this permanently? It looks fucking badass. Give me Steve Carino bleeding all over his pure white suit in a match with Loki in his Hitman costume in 2013. <laughs> his Hitman costume. <laughs> uh, number three Vader Scott and Pelly. Primo, Primo, I, I never said that name right. Primo, Pelly Primo, we'll go with that. Are engaged. <laughs> I heard there was a love triangle with Tony Casino, and they settled in the wedding ring on a top turnbuckle match. Casino couldn't reach, and Pelly just managed it, so he was the one who got to propose. <laughs> <laughs> I swear, every week the little Gremlin Casino is involved in these questions. These questions. <laughs> well, talking about Tony Casino, the fourth question is more of a statement really but he says i think you discussed the possibility of the funniest rh 2012 moment award last week i nominated tony casino's give me your 20 year old and the memes that followed <laughs> was that last year though wasn't it that was last year that was last year yeah i suppose because it was it on a it was on youtube wasn't it was that was it a ring of honor promo or was it for somewhere else it was a ring of honor promo it was the team ambition promo oh oh yeah we forgot about that I, Oh, that was oh, my avatar on the form. How did I forget about that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, the memes were really... Oh, we'll have to get that thread up again. That, How did that, that not that, win thread of the year? Yeah, that thread should have been in the... Wow, we completely have that. Sorry, Tony Casino. Maybe we should tweet him and apologise and give him... Just tweet one all... of the, the memes at him and say, sorry, you should have won. We should apologise and just give him a bunch of 20-year-olds. <laughs> you, two, us... you two can go. <laughs> I would gladly go. Uh... <laughs> 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 and I think that's all the questions for this week. Thank you, everyone, for sending them in. Okay, so uh, for those of you who don't want to hear any spoilers from the TV show, that that brings an end to this week's ROH cast. We do hope you enjoyed it. Be sure to uh, let us know, give some feedback on the show, maybe leave us a review on iTunes to tell everyone else how amazing this show is. Um, but for those who do want to stick around we're going to now discuss the latest set of TV tapings that took place in Baltimore and uh, here is your spoiler warning so no one has any excuses for me spoiling anything okay so this set of TV tapings are the first of the new year they took place uh, this past Saturday which I believe was the 5th of January? Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. Go with that? Yeah. Um, Okay, so they taped four weeks as they usually do. We have the Top Prospects Tournament to discuss here as well. Um, The first show is, we believe, will air on January 
the 19th, so that's a week on Saturday. Um, the, it begins with Team Amphition defeating Alabama Attitude, Corey Hollis and Mike Posey. Yeah, they've made appearances before, haven't they? Like job appearances. Yeah. Um, there was an in-ring promo segment with Nigel McGuinness and Jay Lethal where Nigel told Lethal that the only way he can get a world title shot is if Kevin Steen changes his mind because obviously Steen demanded that Lethal can never get a shot at him even though he won Survivor of the Fittest. So obviously, the unfortunately, there's not many sort of in-depth details about this tapings, but we're just going with what we've got here. <laughs> um, we have the first match of the Top Prospects Tournament where God's gift to professional wrestling, the quintessential troll marshal, defeated <laughs> Mike Seidel. Not just God's gift to professional wrestling, God's gift to life. He, he, well, he defeated Mike Seidel, who is... What's his, what's his nickname? Was in the Rockstar Rock or something? Rock and Roll, that's it, yeah. There we go. Um, I think most people expected that Mike Seidel would be out in the first round, to be honest. So have I, you seen I, the guy's I... tattoos? Come on. There's no way he was winning the match. So they're doing the top prospects tournament spread out over at least four weeks. So that means they're going to have another, what, two weeks at least of matches for the two final rounds. Isn't that spread out a little bit too far, you think? Yeah, this is, um, they could have really fit it into this taping, to be honest, if they would have scheduled the time differently. But They could have just done lots of other things. had like the first four matches and then just had like a fatal four-way for the, as the final rather than having semi-finals and then a final. Mm. Just don't, it, I just don't see why they're dragging it out to be honest, but. Oh, well. in, in the main event of the first show, uh, the Briscoes defended their ring of honor world tag team titles for the first time successfully as they defeated Caprice Coleman and Cedric Alexander. Um, they retained with the doomsday device and Alexander and after the match, uh, Scum and Rhino attacked both teams. So perhaps another three-way? That'd be a four-way. How? Where's the four-team coming from? Where's the Kevin, Steen, Kevin Steen, Jimmy Jacobs, and Steve Carino, plus Rhino. No, no. no. <laughs> I think it means like a triple threat tag match, like Briscoe's against CNC against But, but, Jimmy, but why would Scum Jackson. and Rhino attack at that point? Because Rhino's just muscle. Rhino's isn't he? the muscle. It was Jacobs, Carino, and Rhino. If he paid Rhino to attack anyone, he'd probably do it. He's no, a do money you watch Ring of Honor. <laughs> well, yeah, but the, but so uh, that's stupid. <laughs> it's because they were attacking four guys, so they needed as many people there with them. If you've got Rhino, then you're not going to say, "Oh, Rhino, just sit in the back while we're trying to attack four men." You'd be like, "Rhino, come with us." Yeah, it's logic. Come on, John. Come on. Do you understand it now, John? Yeah, I, I understand it, but it, it's stupid. <laughs> I don't understand what's wrong with it. <laughs> um, we'll move on. To, I was going to try and perhaps talk about that, but we'll move on. Episode 2 will air on the 26th of January 2013. Um, a lethal Steen in-ring confrontation kicks off the show. So this is the week after the Nigel lethal confrontation regarding the whole situation. Um, Lethal apparently says that if Steen wants to destroy Ring of Honor you know he wants to destroy it by putting on those fantastic matches and signing those autographs um, he has to destroy Jay Lethal as he's honourable that's the worst excuse ever (laughs) I I think obviously you know these are tapings none of us were there so I feel like we're missing some details here I might try and find out what actually happened in this segment but the gist of it is that 
You know, Lethal says he's honourable. And he somehow convinces Kevin Steen to change his mind and reverse the decision that he's banned from title shots, meaning that Lethal versus Steen for the ROH World title will happen in the near future. I don't believe a date was announced, but I wouldn't be surprised if they announced it for the 11th anniversary as part of Inside Ring of Honor, but they just didn't do it to the live crowd. Yeah, that seems um, like the most logical thing. But can we just... If going, especially if they're going to change the... Change, uh, give Lethal the belt there is because of the TV tapings the next day. Mm. It seems to make sense that way. But what's not logical is is that whole thing. Why would he accept unless if, some, if someone unless said to Lethal, me that they were honourable, like, then I, I would I would change my mind as well. Unless but I don't get Lethal it. Hid all the cake in the world and said the only way he <laughs> can get it is by facing him. But if that doesn't happen, like why would Steen ever accept that? Now what what they should have done is. In my opinion, they've got four weeks here that are all building up to the 11th anniversary in early March. Um, you know, on the first show, you have Nigel tell Lethal exactly, keep that segment exactly the same. And then maybe, you know, during this week two segment where uh, Lethal's trying to convince him, Steen just wants none of it. I mean, why logically would he want to give Lethal a title shot when he's unbeatable and he's the world champion? It sounds pretty stupid to me. And then you've got. The, the rest of the second week, the third week, and the fourth week, Lethal just keeps, I don't know, attacking Steen, attacking Scum. Maybe do Kevin Steen versus Tadarius Thomas. Maybe do that non-title on one of these shows, the TV tapings, have Lethal screw him over and just get Steen, you know, get pissed off and say, oh, you wanted a title shot, you've got it, blah, 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 blah. It just seems so anticlimactic to be like, I'm honourable. Oh, I'll change my mind. You can have a title. <laughs> don't hurt me. Please don't hurt me. Just, just face me for don't, the title. Don't do the lethal injection. <laughs> but I'm, yeah, I'm there's got to be some... Yeah, I mean, I was hoping that they'd really, they'd really sort of have lethal... Just do some crazy stuff just to... I don't know, like... Yeah, like, I don't know, calling his wife a whore or something, or... I don't know, just getting a picture of his son and just like take you know spitting know, on just, it something. yeah spitting on it or just, just doing something yeah i mean i mean the way something you know, steen went and the way he went crazy all... after the whole uh killer instinct show and stuff he killed jim Cornette for god's sake well yeah and and you know steen was quite clear that he's never going to face him again and he was just like yeah i'm honorable like, oh okay yeah that's fine that's yeah you can have a match so. i'm hoping we're just missing out some details here because but even, even if there wasn't that to have, for it to happen on the second show, the week after he was like, Nigel was like, oh, Steen's got to change his mind. But still, how much can you build up in like a week? Yeah. From that week, he, Steen's completely changed his mind from never facing him for the bout to, oh, okay, then we'll face somewhere time in the future. It was, surely <laughs> it'd have to take a few weeks just to build it all up for Lethal, just to do you know, some stuff to Steen or get in his head some way rather than just cutting a promo on him and going, okay, then let's just have a match. I just... I mean, I hope it's better on TV than it sounds on the reports because it's stupid if it, it plays out like that. Mm. We'll find out on um, that's January the 26th, so that's uh, what was it? Two weeks away? Two weeks away on Saturday? Yeah, yeah. Um, should we note actually that K- our favourite RH Cast fan Caleb Seltzer w- was on commentary for these TV tapings? But you'll also note that a lot of wrestlers. We're also on commentary later on because they probably realised that the Kevin Kelly and a less skilled Kevin Kelly team does not work very well. Sorry, sorry to whoever on the forum I stole that joke from. But, um, after that 
weird promo segment. Now, obviously, it can't be a very long promo segment because there are three matches and another segment on this show. So he must have done some very good convincing. In <laughs> um, another top prospects tournament match, Silas Young defeated Alan Page. Charlie Haas then comes out for a promo and he's pissed off that BJ Whitmer is receiving a TV title shot over him. You know, which makes sense. He threw BJ Whitmer headfirst through a table and pinned him. And then BJ Whitmer gets a title shot. But, anyway. He says that Ring of Honor are trying to censor him, stop him from using the middle finger, etc. etc. So he then attacks a ringside crew member. <laughs> and is the crew member's name Cheeseburger? I mean, what is going on with this Cheeseburger thing I've been reading about? I saw the picture on the forum. of It was like a... A black guy, wasn't it? Like a very a skinny, skinny little black guy. Yeah. Uh, crew member getting basically looked like chucked on his head and then put in the heart of pain. And it sound this sounds amazing, to be honest. So he must be. Yeah, maybe he's like nicknamed Cheese. It looked like or fans were throwing toilet paper and streamers at him while he was doing this. <laughs> so this sounds like an incredible segment. And what I found funny about these photos is it's got Charlie Huss holding the mic to the, uh, you know talking to this crew member who he somehow got in the ring. Both of them are fully clothed. The next photo, both of the t-shirts have vanished. So, for some reason, Charlie has not only beat him up, he stripped him. (laughs) 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 Um, Next. (laughs) So, this is a weird show. We go from that amazing stuff to Matt Hardy. You know, he must have just heard about this (laughs) cheeseburger in the ring, so he ran out. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And unfortunately... Rhett Titus fell victim to the twist of fate and was defeated by Matt Hardy. This is dumb. Very dumb. Him beating Adam Cole is not as dumb because Adam Cole's getting a, a rematch and will obviously get his revenge, but Rhett Titus is losing to Matt Hardy and then that's it. And apparently, Stephen, I believe you saw this match. Or the I? end of it. You saw the end of it. On... Oh yeah, someone filmed it on their phone I think, and put it on YouTube. Yeah, people weren't. People were booing at the end. They weren't very happy with the ending. There was a fantastic sign that said, "Matt Hardy will not diet." <laughs> <laughs> it's now my signature on the forum. That was a, one of my favourite photos ever, I think. <laughs> and then in the main event, so we have a total of five segments: three matches, two promos on this week on this show. So none of this can be very long. I'm sure there'll be inside Ring of Honor with uh, Kevin Kelly as well. Um, we have the Ring of Honor World TV title on the line as Adam Cole successfully defended against BJ Whitmer. We then get to episode 3, which will air on February 2nd. In the Top Prospects tournament, Tadarius Thomas defeated Antonio Thomas. Um, For this one, Truth Martini watched from ringside, so possibly scouting for uh, for a new member of the embassy. I don't know if Tadarius Thomas would fit there, to be honest, but... Truth Martini and the Embassy, what is this? I don't, House of Truth, well you know there's collusions, so I get confused between this. Um, rather than, I th- yeah I can, I can definitely see maybe him and Darius Thomas, maybe him. Well, people Truth said Martini like, was on commentary for a later match with someone I believe would be a better fit. Oh, controversial. Yeah. Well, uh, I think the thing that's, that stands to Darius Thomas in good stead that is they actually trained at the House of Truth wrestling school, so... Mm. He's he's a you know Truth Martini. You'll obviously know him and would probably taught him everything you know. So he would probably enjoy working with him again. So that's my tip. He's going to screw over QT Marshall in the final, and then we'll have Martini and Tulare Thomas against QT Marshall and uh, R.D. Evans. And then 
Champa will come back and then it'll be like a three-way manager war. Um, next on that show, we have Roderick Strong defeating Grizzly Redwood. You know, five star, five star. You know, someone like Roderick Strong needs to get some a win, doesn't need to get himself over. It's not like he's a former world champion or anything. <laughs> um, for some reason, Mike Mondo was on commentary for this one. I mean, it's not like Maria or any women are in the ring, but <laughs> I reckon he's just like, hey, Caleb, how does it feel to kiss a real man? Huh? <laughs> Um, after the match, Michael Elgin confronted Roderick Strong, so obviously that feud is going to continue. What? Dissension in the House of Truth? Maybe. Um, and I think actually Mike Mondo was a match early, because in the next one, Michael Elgin defeated Mike Bennett with Maria. So I think he just was poorly timed there. But um, I think we, we often talk about how Mike Bennett gets his wins over Legends and then nothing happens with it. And this is just more proof of that. He beats Joe Lynn. And now he loses to, to Michael nothing. Elgin. Back to doing nothing. They just don't... Unless he has those rumours of him getting signed. So maybe he's leaving and they're just sort of using him while he's still around. I don't know. But they're not very good at capitalising on um, on Bennett at all. No. Um, we then have a tag team gauntlet with Charlie Haas on commentary. I oh, cannot I wait brilliant. for this. Now, this is the second week in a row that Charlie Haas has done a promo of sorts. So Charlie Haas is the best thing going in Ring of Honor today. I'm actually genuinely excited screw, to hear Screw him Kevin Steen. Kevin Steen's awesome and everything. But Charlie Haas is the most entertaining thing in Ring of Honor today. And that probably says a lot of why Ring of Honor isn't that great at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't even wrestle on these tapings. It's like they've realised what he's good at and they're just keeping him to it. Well, yeah, it's probably best if he doesn't, to be honest. You notice him... how um, Jay Lethal didn't even wrestle on these tapings because they know he's unbeatable, so the match is... Yeah, I thought that was strange. I thought, why isn't... Yeah, I don't know. It was a bit of a strange one, but I don't know. So in this tag... This... Wait, this show has one, three matches and a tag team gauntlet on it. Wow. Um, well, Charlie Huss is on commentary, and the uh, tournament begins with the American Wolves defeating the Bravados. Bye, Bravados. See you later. I think they've gone to Japan now, haven't they? So that was a good send-off. Uh, round two, the American Wolves defeated Jimmy Jacobs and Steve Carino. After the match, Scum attacked the Wolves. And this attack then leads to uh, Team Amphishin defeating the Wolves after the beatdown to win the gauntlet. Uh, does anyone know if that was for a title shot? I don't know. There was really any point other than just having a gauntlet. Just continuing the whole Team M fishing and Wolves thing. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and then on the fourth show, the final show of these these tapings, um, this will air on February 9th in the Top Prospects Tournament. Matt Taven defeated ACH. Um, Truth Ooh. Martini was on commentary for this one. Now I this think that should Matt be Taven... an awesome match. Yes, I agree actually. I, I think wasn't the. Wasn't there a rumour that Taven was being signed by WWE? That was around the that time... That was a when... while ago. Yeah, that was at boiling point. Cause everyone thought Taven was going to win that match. And then the rumour started circling that he was going to, he was about to be signed. So everyone thought that's the reason why QT Marshall won and not him. But I suppose if he's not being signed, then maybe they maybe they signed Taven and have him win it. And then, as you, yeah, maybe put Martini with him instead of Tadarius Thomas. That I would, would be a better fit, to be honest. I think he... Yeah, I, I, I think people you know, talk about Tadarius Thomas on the forum. And I think I have to agree with some of them that... I don't. I don't think he's ever going to get to the point where he could be considered, you know, considered main event material. I mean, he's a good guy to have around, and 
you know, he's, he's unique, but I don't think he's ever going to be more than a Mikado. Whereas Taven, I think he's, you know, with a good build-up and a good, you know, year and a bit behind him, I think he could definitely be towards the top of the card. So maybe putting Martini with him would be uh, would be more beneficial. We then have a promo segment with uh, Nigel McGuinness, Matt Hardy and Adam Cole. Or maybe not Adam Cole, uh, maybe not, sorry, Matt Hardy, I, I, I don't know. But... Nigel says that the Matt Hardy Adam Cole rematch won't be for the TV title because Hardy won at Final Battle using a low blow. However, Adam Cole wants the title to be on the line because he's a fighting champion, etc. So uh, they didn't announce when that match was. We can assume 11th anniversary as well. So I don't know. We'll find out February 9th when this when this airs if they actually reveal the date, you know, via commentary perhaps. That's one of my uh, pet hates in wrestling is when even I know that he's the face and he's supposed to say that, but if I was a good guy and I was a champion, I still want to. If I didn't have to put the title on the line, why would you? There's no chance of you losing it if you yeah. don't put it on the line. All this fighting champion rubbish. Oh, just God, can, can you imagine if Matt Hardy wins the belt? No, please no. <laughs> um, speaking of please no, <laughs> mischief defeated Athena. Uh, I thought it was going to be instead of a Mike Mondo rape joke. <laughs> Was he on commentary? No, he no one was on commentary for this one. Well, actually, maybe Vader Scott was. I can't. There was some report about that. Um, we then get to the main event of the final show: Kevin Steen, Jimmy Jacobs, and Steve Carino, and Rhino. Sorry, all four of them defeated the Briscoes, Cedric Alexander, and Caprice Coleman. When Steen pinned Alexander to get the win, Jay Lethal was on commentary for this one. Showing that killer instinct by sitting down and talking. Oh, I hope he hits uh, Seltzer with a lethal injection afterwards. Please, right through the table. <laughs> Not the table. Um, so there we go. The, there so that are... was the four-way match I said they were setting up earlier. So they weren't setting it up. They've already had it. But, yeah, they set that up in, week, in the first episode for this episode. I told oh, you it was a four-way match. Well, it's not four ways, an eight-man tag. Yeah, that's what I mean, <laughs> an eight-man tag. That's what I meant. <laughs> the only, the one thing I don't like about that is that CNC of jobs twice on on taping. Why well, isn't Joe Lethal in the match or something? Because isn't he feuding with Steen? I don't know. He, he didn't have to wrestle. He's unbeatable. But yeah, that's a good. Maybe point. he told Nigel he was honourable, and then Nigel was like, "Okay, then you don't have to wrestle." So there we go. That's uh, four weeks of TV. So the first bit of fresh TV we're actually going to get in a while. Um, the next set of TV tapings were announced for February 2nd in Baltimore, which should mean that those tapings will start airing immediately after these ones finish. So there shouldn't be any road rage. Well, actually, they wouldn't have any There's road rage. There's nothing for them to show, is there? <laughs> There's no road rage for them to show anyway. So that means that the, um, the first... Two weeks from the next set of tapings will air before the 11th anniversary. The last two will air afterwards, or the weekend of, and then the one after, which will then mean 11th anniversary road rage. So don't buy don't, don't buy 11th anniversary if you like road rage. Um, so what do you think? Four weeks le- leading into a pay per view. I, I don't I don't like judging tapings too much on what on reports because sometimes it can work out being a lot different actually on tv but in terms of storyline and build nothing it, happened it, no it doesn't look too promising you know we talked about the lethal and steam thing it doesn't make sense unless lethal goes ape shit and and does something really sort of major 
Uh, the, yeah, nothing else has really progressed, has it? I mean, I don't know. There's, there's nothing there that really makes me think, oh, I'm really looking forward to seeing that, apart from the Charlie Haas commentary and Charlie Haas owning cheeseburger. They're the only two things I'm really, really looking forward to seeing on these tapings, which I don't know. I mean, there's nothing awful on there, but there's there's nothing really must-watch, is there, either? Which is, yeah. I'm sure there's going to be lots of solid matches on there, which will be good, but I don't know. I just I, it's I, a bit I, more I with a TV show. I, I, don't, I just don't know what else they, they, they can do, to be honest. I mean, Build more views and storylines towards the pay-per-views to get us interested. Do you remember how, when the TV show started, you felt like every single segment had a purpose because it was for Final Battle? That's all they were talking yeah. about, and everything was heading towards it. Like This just feels like they're just sort of... I don't know. It's starting to feel like the HD Next shows, in a way. I think the road, the road rages have killed it because the momentum is just not there anymore. They kill the flow, don't they, of the show? Yeah, they do. When you're just getting back into it and you get, you know, you, you're just getting into Ring of Honor again, it's like, oh, we've got to wait four weeks now for fresh TV. And it's That's like, my oh. problem because like, I get into a routine of watching it every week. Then there's road rage, so I just stop. And then I just simply forget about it. It just doesn't become part of my routine to check or anything because it's not on TV and you don't have the reminder sort of thing to watch it. So... You know, you just get accustomed to like, oh, it's Road Rage again. You just sort of forget about the TV show. And I haven't watched it for, admittedly, a while, mainly because of my course I've been doing. But it just doesn't grab me. And these tapings, you know, unless people say, oh, this was... I'm sure there are great matches there, but nothing really grabs me. There's nothing exciting or interesting or unique that makes me go, oh, I've really got to tune in to see that. Well, you could probably watch literally just the iPay-per-views and not really be out of the loop, to be honest, because... I mean, as you said, nothing ever really major happens on the tapings that, you know, there's going to be good matches, but they're more likely to have, you know, whoever has good matches are going to, is going to have a better match on iPay per view because they're going to be given a longer, you know, longer time. time. And so, I don't know. I, I don't know what they're going to do with the TV show. I think it's it is in a bit of a rut at the moment. So I think they need to do something, but I'm not sure what. And you if know? I had any ideas, I wouldn't tell them because, you know, that's what they're paid to do. So if they, if they want to pay me, I might think of some things but John any final <laughs> thoughts on the TV tapings that we haven't seen before we wrap up uh, no I'm just looking forward to all the Haas chaos uh, that rhymed unintentionally doesn't rhyme does it chaos that is oh, chaos there we go on uh, that that's, note that's a fitting end to the podcast Thank you to everyone who tuned in this week. We do hope you enjoyed the show. If, even if you didn't, please give us some feedback. We're always looking to try and improve this. If there are any guests you'd like to like us to get on the show, let us know. Maybe tell them. Give them a nice subtle hint like, oh, maybe we should go on the RH cast. Um, why not leave a review on iTunes? I don't think we have very many. I haven't checked them for a while, but put five stars, write whatever you want. Just, you just know. Just put five stars. Yeah. Just put five stars. Great stuff. Just so other people know how good the show is. Try and get more people a part of the RH cast force. Um, and that's it. Yeah, we do hope you enjoyed the show. Thank you to Stephen and John John for joining me. Thank you. Thank you for having me, if you could pronounce my name right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's all three letters I've got to try and pronounce there. Um, and we will see you all next week. <laughs>